Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Great, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for the powerful teaching that you have given us yesterday. We thank you for the very redemption that you have given us. You paid the price that we might be saved, that we might have the opportunity to live free once again. And you open our eyes, Lord, to turn us away from death through the acts of the flesh, through sin and iniquity brought in by Satan to turn towards your kingdom, towards light and towards life, where we can live in the abundance that you have planned for us. Thank you, Lord, for this new day, this new lease of time that you have added to our destiny that gives us another opportunity to seek you, to come towards you, to know you more. We thank you, Father, for your anointing on the lives of our brother Vivek and our sister Shani, for the powerful praise and worship yesterday, for all the healings that have taken place there, especially brother Vivek's healing, and the power of your presence that dwells in that worship. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for all the revelations that you pour out in the daily reflections that are shared by Brother Savior, we thank you for your grace upon his life. And we thank you, Lord, that you are here with us. You call us by name to be with you. And here we are. The Lord in the midst of his people is mighty. The God of Israel. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the peace and the joy that you pour in our hearts. That even in the midst of all our challenges, we are able to put all that aside and focus on you and our relationship with you in prayer. And that which you give us, Lord, which no one can take away, that peace we share with every brother and sister that is part of this prayer meeting, with their families. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group with all those that are Christians that have not yet encountered you. With all those that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you, that have willfully turned away from you. And yet they are the children of your inheritance. They can forget you, but you cannot forget them. And we have been there once, Lord. We ask for your eyes of mercy upon them. We ask for you to quicken them, Lord. And unless you draw them near to you, they cannot come. And today we will be reflecting on that. And so, Father, as we make our prayer this day, we call on your name. We call on the name of our maker, our king. The one who is able to make every grace abound to, uh, towards us. 
the one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims, above the mercy seat. And he renews his mercy for us every morning. The one who blots our transgressions and remembers our sins no more. The one who leads us by the way we should go. And he leads us through his word. And we pray in the name of his word, the name of Jesus, at which every knee in heaven on earth and under the earth should bow. The one who is our rock, our refuge, our foundation upon which we build our faith and our life. The Lion of Judah, who leads us into battle, the rider on the white horse. In whom are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. The one who shall judge the quick and the dead. The one who is our daily bread. We pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of that same Jesus. The spirit of the word. Who grants us revelation. Who grants us wisdom. Who grants us understanding. The one who reveals the deep and secret things of the father. He is the very breath of that father our God. The spirit of truth, the spirit of light and life, the one who heals our backsliding, the father of all spirits, the seal of the age to come, who is our comforter, our guide and our advocate. We thank you, Jesus, for this life. We thank you for all the provisions that you have made available by your divine exchange that we have learned last night. You took all the bad on yourself and you put all the good in our share. You gave us your name and you made us co-heirs. That God, when he looks upon us, he sees you and all your goodness, your righteousness. We thank you, Jesus, that you have blessed us with family, with friends, with destiny helpers, with angels. Your provision made available for us that this life can be successful. You gave us all these helpers and also to remind us of your very nature that God is love. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word that where it seems plain stories to everyone else, you pour your revelation into the hearts of those whom you choose to. So that when we read the same word again and it seems different, we read that verse again and you speak to us every time in a new way and how that would apply to our life. We thank you, Father, for the gift of prayer that we are able to commune with you anytime you want. And you patiently listen to us. You give us personal attention every time we pray. We thank you, Father, for your love. That love which you have loved us in an everlasting way. There is no end to it. Help us love like you, Lord. Help us take on the nature of Jesus. And as we pray this morning and get into our reflection, the topic today is slightly controversial. I'm going to open it by saying there is no power in prayer. 
Everyone prays. And yet how many of us can put our hands up and say, I have answered prayer all the time. Or even most of the time. If not, then there is something wrong with your prayer. What is it that is missing? What is lacking? Our problem is that we pray in the flesh. We take a prayer written down for us and read it or even recite it word for word. And then we wonder why when Brother Vivek prayed it, it worked. When Sister Shanin prays it, it works. And now when I pray it, it doesn't work. What is special about them? Why does it not work for me? Psalm 91 talks about protection and blessings, but that will not come until the condition is fulfilled. Now, what is that condition that is mentioned in there? When we look closely, we'll see it says, he who dwells in the secret place. And our problem is we do not dwell. We do not live there. We only visit. And some don't even visit. We just read from a prayer book and then wonder, Lord, your word says it. And yet it is not happening. What happened to your promise? Where is the gap? What is the reason that your spoken word, your written word is not fulfilling itself in my life? Psalm 80 says, quicken me, O Lord. Psalm 80 verse 18 says, quicken me, O Lord, and I shall call on your name. Unless he quickens you, you cannot call on his name. Calling on his name is the definition for prayer. But that's what we are doing. We are calling on his name without being quickened. And so, no answer. And we will come back to this quickening and its connection with prayer a little later. Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles and run and not be tired and walk and not be weak. So what is the way to quickening. That way is waiting. They that wait. Waiting on the Lord. What really is waiting? There is no complicated process there. Waiting is just simple, plain waiting. Like you wait for a friend who has not yet arrived. How do we wait on the Lord? Psalm 46 verse 10 says, Be still. And know that he is God. Being still does not mean being silent. It is quietening of all the disruption so that it won't distract you. When you put all your thoughts in your busy mind, all your worries, all your problems, all your storms outside the door. And you go into your closet. That's Matthew 6, verse 6 for you. Go into your closet. And he said, close the door means leave all of that outside. Just go into that space 
where you can now be still and they will not disrupt you anymore. Leave it all behind for that moment and focus on him. Remember the disciples in the boat and there was a storm. <clears throat> and Jesus was there with them. Now they focused on the storm outside, but he focused on the Holy Spirit inside. And he could say, peace, be still. And the storm was calmed. You can reference that in Matthew, sorry, Mark chapter 4, verse 39. Focus on him, be still, and know him. Now, every time the God, every time the, the word speaks about knowing God, God knowing us, it means to form a relationship with him. So what this verse is really telling us is wait till he shows up. And then as Revelations 3 verse 20 says, he stands knocking at the door. That's when he shows up. Are you willing to let him in? In Revelations 3.20, he says, I will come into their house and I will dine with them. I will extend a friendship or relationship with them. And then they will know me. Be still and know him. Welcome him in. And he will have and he will initiate that relationship. Our job is just to welcome him. Not to push for the relationship. And that's the relationship he's talking about in John 17 verses 20 to 23. Where he says, I in them and you father in me. That should be our communion. And in John 14, verse 23, where he says, My father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. He said, we will come to them. So he builds that relationship. So waiting is like a bridge, a transit between the flesh and the spirit. When he shows up and the important point there is when you are praying, it is important to move from the flesh realm to the spirit realm so that you can pray in the spirit. And when we pray in the spirit, we are directly sending our confession into the spirit realm. We're not sending it into the flesh realm. And when he shows up, you have transited into the spirit realm. And you will know because now he has quickened you. You will feel the presence around you. Now go back to Psalm 80 verse 18. Where it says, quicken me and I shall call on your name. You are now quickened in his presence. You can call on his name. You can pray now. Now Jesus is present and he becomes more real to us than our life, than our problems, than our worries. Psalm 40 verse 1 says, in Psalm 40 verse the verses 1 to 3 is a typical reflection of what happens during that waiting and quickening. Verse 1 says, I waited upon the Lord and he inclined. That is, he stooped low and he listened. He heard my prayer made in the spirit, not in the flesh. 
because when I waited and he quickened me, I already have moved into the spirit. And then he listened. Remember, it's not by might nor by power, but by his spirit who has quickened us. So in repeating, by the stripes and wounds, was not getting you results. When we say in the name of Jesus and it is not getting you result, check what realm are you praying from? Is it the spiritual realm or the physical realm? What realm are you praying from? Jesus said true worshippers will worship in spirit. Is your prayer made in the spirit or is it made by the flesh? Start seeking him for his word says, everyone who seeks shall find. Everyone. Go into his presence in the spirit. Wait on him till he quickens you. And now when you are quickened, now say it. Now make your confession. When you make your confession in the spirit, and now his spirit hovers over every dark and void situation in your life. Until the Holy Spirit hovered over the earth that was void and dark in Genesis 1, it did not receive light nor form. That only happened after he hovered. Till then, it remained dark and void. Is that what is happening to our life as well? We need him to move. Answer prayer. Answered prayer is only manifest when he moves. People are saved and baptized only when he moves. Healings take place only when he moves, when he is present. Without him, we can do nothing. A very important mystery that we must understand. The word of God spoken in the spirit and his Holy Spirit moving. Catherine Kuhlman often said, when Jesus becomes more real to you than your sickness, that's when God will heal you. It is not by might, not by power, not by any of our capabilities, but by his spirit. So we need to be in spirit and commune with his spirit. Wait till he shows up. Only when you connect with him are you quickened. When he draws you in, not when you push in the flesh. And then dwell in that secret place. Don't just keep visiting. We need to dwell. We need to live and walk in the spirit. And pray in the spirit and then there will be power in prayer. And if we pray in the spirit at all times now, as Ephesians 6 says, that is we dwell in the spirit and we make our confessions continually based on the knowledge of the word. Can you imagine the outcome? Everything that you speak in your confession is spoken from the spirit realm, not from the flesh. Every word of Psalm 91 now becomes real. Every promise of Deuteronomy 28 verses 1 to 14 that we have been studying the last two Friday Bible study sessions 
every promise of the Lord becomes real. Psalm 40 verse 2. Now we said that's what happens when, when, he, when we wait on him. So the first step, Psalm 40 verse 1 was, he quickened us, he inclined, and he heard us. Verse 2 says, he pulls us out of the pit. So after he has inclined and quickened us, he pulls us out of the pit. That dark and void situation in our life is the first thing that he will get us out of it. And then verse 3, he puts a song in your heart. You start to worship. You start to praise. Enjoy. You are in a different zone. So Galatians 5 verse 16 says, live in the spirit. Walk by the spirit. Make it a way of life and attitude that you carry. Live in the spirit realm. Don't limit yourself to the flesh realm. Operate from the spirit realm. I think that's the main message there. And that's where prayers are answered. Not in the physical realm. And this was a big revelation for me as well when I kept asking the Lord, where is the gap? What is it that we are missing? Why is it that prayers are not being answered? And there are various other reasons. What he said, the key one is, you need my presence. So I'd like each of us to go back and ask that question to ourselves. Question our own prayer life. Is this what my prayer life is lacking? Am I just making it, making my prayers in the flesh? Go back and start waiting on him. And when I prayed, that was his message to me. And so I share it with you today. Go back and start waiting on him. That you may be blessed too. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each get back to basics. To focus on our relationship with you first. Above everything else. We are too busy with our lives. We are too busy with ministry. We are too busy achieving a whole lot of things. We are too busy operating in the gifts that you give us that we have forgotten the giver. Or we have not come that close to the giver yet. Open our eyes, Lord. Quicken us in our spirit. Draw us near once again, Father, that we might come to you, that we might commune with you, that we give prime importance to our relationship with you more than anything else. Knowing that as we come closer and closer to the source of light, the amount of illumination that is in us will keep on growing and growing. We will keep on getting brighter and brighter in your light until we come that close that we become as radiant. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord, to reach that point of radiance where it is the realm of Galatians 2.20. It is no longer I, but there is so much of light now in me that it is my Christ, his light, his presence, his nature, his character. 
that lives in me. Everything I do is as if the Christ does. Everything I speak is my Christ speaking. And every prayer I then make will be an answered prayer. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord, this day. We also pray for physical and temporal needs. Those of our families and our friends, every request that has been made on this prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, especially the COVID disease, all those that are battling all kinds of life-threatening circumstances. We pray for all families that are undergoing separation and division. We pray for every family of the Brisbane prayer group as well. We cover them with your precious blood, Lord. We declare that as our hedge of protection in the spirit, our barricade in the spirit. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds and challenges in their lives. Where it came in as something that was fun and it has now become a compulsion. Where it came in out of ignorance and now refuses to go. Help us renew our minds, Father. And we ask for your grace to break loose from all those shackles. In your name, Jesus, we take authority over all of these, our brothers and our sisters that we pray for as well right now. And particularly those that are battling addictions, that are battling mental disorders, all kinds of compulsions, anxiety, depression, fits of rage. Anything that refuses to leave them, Father, we come against it in the name of Jesus. We declare that chain broken under his authority. We ask for a releasing of your anointing, Father, that your presence fills their lives, that their homes that has been swept clean shall now not be empty, that this wicked spirit can bring back seven more. But that very home, Lord, we pray, be filled with your word and your presence. We pray for all those in our family and friend circle that are not yet saved. We ask for a quickening in their spirit as well, Lord. We pray for all those that are contemplating suicide or abortion this day. We pray for all those that are marginalized in any way, either as refugees, through racial discrimination, through wars. All those that are marginalized on the basis of their vaccination status. Anyone that is being discriminated against. We ask for your grace, Father, to cover them with your love. That it gives them the strength by your spirit to carry on. To rise above. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families.
we now connect with you in our spirit to pray in the gift that you have given us, Father. We thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us, every request that we have made in the spirit. When we release our faith from the spirit realm, you move. You, the scepter of the King of Kings, the executor of the will of the Father, Holy Spirit, you move on our behalf. And you yourself intercede for us. How can that prayer not be an answered prayer? This is the faith that we come with, Lord, and we make it as our prayer of agreement. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift of tongues, please step out in faith Release your tongue, start speaking a single syllable and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now pray in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank Shandra Papa 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 Papa
Sarakia, <laughs> 
As we were praying this morning, the Lord said, look at my people on here this morning. I have given them higher gifts and they have not been opened. He said, tell them to open, be open to the higher gifts that I have given them. Tell them to be bold, to step out in faith. He said, they have been given to you for my glory. The scripture I was given today was Galatians 6, sorry, Galatians 5, 24 to 26. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us have no self-conceit, no provoking of one another, no envy of one another. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Russell, for the powerful teaching this morning. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All glory to him, please. Thank you, Lord. If anyone else is receiving any message from the Lord, please feel free to unmute and speak, or you could even type it in the chat. Father, we thank you that you are doing a new thing. You are showing us ways that are mysterious, that have remained hidden, but now reveal to us that we might come closer to you, 
and through our communing with you, we might be filled with your presence. You commissioned us for ministry. You said, I will never leave you. But you ask us to go forth and proclaim your gospel. We receive the grace for that boldness this day, Father. Do not feel shy, do not be ashamed, do not be afraid to proclaim what is the truth. That truth that comes from you. That truth that we know has set us free and can set others free as well. Help us to stand up to that truth in the interest of the freedom of the other person, not looking at it from their perspective, where they don't know it, but we know it. And it is that revelation, that truth, that shall set them free. Help us be obedient to your will and your word, Father. That when we go and when we speak, it is your presence that goes with us. It is your spirit that hovers over every person that we minister to. In every prayer that we make with them and for them is an answered prayer when we make it in your spirit and with you. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Hebrews 10, verse 23, which says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his love for us, that favors that answers to every challenge in our life, straightening our path, making it flat, that we're able to not just command results once off, but repeat them again and again by understanding his principles. Let us carry the power of that word and the word of our testimony and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God Thank bless you, everyone. Thank you, Thank you Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Thank you Jesus.